Last week, um, Pastor Tuan did an excellent job with, um, with part two of this series. And it's interesting to me that a great percentage of us are really wrestling financially, but we don't want to take heed to these kinds of teachings. Um, you got to lean in, you got to listen in, you got to apply so we can get out of the places that we are that's been holding us back. Um, it is nothing like living a life and never having enough money. Um, say amen to that. Amen. And so there are tools that you can apply that will get you from where you are to where you need to be. This month in our church, we're talking money. We're talking about debt. We're talking about budgets. We're talking about it all. And so if you are not um, tuning into that, even if you're at home, don't miss a session. If you got to work or whatever, go back and watch it because this is designed to help us. We didn't just pick these topics out of a basket and something to preach and make ourselves happy. We want to win this year in life. And part of your winning is financially. Um, and I am, I am quite frankly just fed up with people struggling financially. Now, here is the thing about struggling financially. Things will not just happen and just get better. I don't care how much you sing, shout, turn around, and, and pray. They don't just get better. There's something you must do. Even the time we just had of giving and tithing, that is not enough. You cannot just tithe. You have to manage the other percentage of your money. Another part we got to do after tithing and managing the 90 is we got to do what I call look into this whole thing of self-production. Can you say self-production? Um, um, before you were in your mother's womb, um, God says, I knew you. I knew you and I had relationship with you. We talked about some things and I ordained some things for you even before you were in your mother's womb, before you came through the birth canal into the earth. I knew you and I designed some things for you. That's called self-production. There are some things in us, in all of us, there's a self-production, there's a production center where you can do the things that God spoke to you before you were even in the world. Everybody has a grace, they have a gift, some they do well that's designed to cause streams to come into your life. So you should be tithing, you should be giving, you should be managing the 90, and there should be other streams coming in through what you do well. Ask your neighbor, say, what do you do well? Come on, ask them, say, what do you do well? Now, now, don't, don't, uh, questions are meant to be answered. Now, some of y'all say, what do you do well? And your neighbor said, <laughs> It was a question. Ask them again. Say, what do you do well? Answer them. Because part of, listen, part of what you do well, see, so many people are chasing gimmicks when there's something in you that you do well that just comes natural. You, you ain't got to think about it. You ain't got to work hard for it. As a matter of fact, you ain't even got to go to school for it. It's just in you. School enhances what's already in you. Some of your children, got a, they got a gift of gab, they got a gift of debate, they know how to talk you into things, talk you out of things. You got a lawyer on your hands. It's in them. They just got to go to school to get that thing developed. Stop telling her to shut up. Let her talk. She need to talk. That talking going to make her some money. Come on here. And so we got to stop looking at just coming to church and I gave, I, I paid my tithe. You, you got to manage the 90. Yeah. Then you got to look into what it is that God spoke to me. He says, I, I knew you. I knew you.
knew you before your mother knew you, I knew you. So in some cases, you're older than your mother. Because I knew you before. And so when we talk about this whole money piece, I am, I am very serious about this. This is not just another series. I'm very, very, very serious about this because I used to be broke. I used to be bad financially and, 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 and God didn't just turn it around. We had to walk through some things. And so what I'm teaching you is what I learned, what I know and what I do. And so after this series, you have no excuse. Even the things the man said last week, the things he laid off for you about mammon, about the spirit of mammon, about the gimmicks and you chasing mammon and chasing the bag. If that wasn't a good message, I don't know what is. And it's not designed for you to sit here and say hallelujah and say praise the Lord and post things on Facebook. It's designed for you to take it home, put it on your kitchen table and say, I got to work this thing out because I'm tired of being broke. Anybody tired of not having in here? But I just been praying and I just been believing God and I just been hoping and I just know God just gonna do it one day. God just gonna help me one day. He's gonna come on through for me. Child, you gotta do something. I don't make enough money. No, 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 no. I'm gonna teach you today regardless of what you make, you can make it. Everybody falls, I'm jumping right in. Everybody falls under a couple of these categories. Number one, I'll write this down. Let's go. Number one, you fall either under what we call provision. Write down provision. Now, my, my writing might not be good up here, but provision is when you, when you, you are just waiting on God to move. You, if God don't supply your need, it's just going to be a bad week or a bad month. And it's provision is where you never have enough. It's either on, 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 on a welfare system from the government. The government kind of helps you. And that's not a bad thing. Let me help you with this right here. Being on government assistance is not a bad thing. It's a bad thing to abuse it and to stay on it. Yeah, Section 8 wasn't designed for you to be on it for 30 years. You shouldn't be getting stamps for 15 years, a link card for 13 years. It's called help. I'm, I know y'all making y'all mad, but it's okay. You got to hear the truth. It's called help. It's called assistance till I get to a better place in my living. Don't turn me off now because he was just saying hallelujah. And so when you're in this place of provision, people are helping you get your needs met. And that's okay, but you shouldn't stay there. Provision is if God don't do it, it won't be done. Provision is I need help from here and, and, and I, room, I got roommates and my mama helped me out with keeping my kids on Friday night and everybody's kind of helping me make it happen and that's okay, but we don't stay in a place of provision. Say amen to that. Yes, God will supply our needs. Yes, I've been young, I've been old, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. All of that goes in the era of provision. Provision is you always need a miracle and believers should never live by miracles. You shouldn't always need a miracle or my rent ain't going to be paid. I need a miracle. I need a miracle again. I need a miracle. Not every week you shouldn't need a miracle. But that's the area of provision. Said provision. Then we go from provision to enough. Write down enough. Classes in session. Enough. You, you go from needing help to having enough. I finally got a, a decent job. I finally make $13 an hour. I finally got, got I, I, I make $30,000. I live at 29. I got enough. 
things are done. Rent is paid. Phone bill is paid. Um, 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 I got the kids stuff done. I, it's, it's cold in here. Um, yeah. I just, it just hit me like, ooh. Anybody else cold? So she said, no, I ain't cold. Who, who not cold? Oh, okay. You're not cold either in the back? Okay. Well, at least, at least, I think, is it air on? The fans. She said the fans, Reverend. Okay, so, yeah, we'll turn them off right after service. Um, so, <laughs> y'all kill them fans, Jack. People in here cold. Mm-hmm. Clap for the fans. Some of y'all just always hot, though. Y'all hot and outside is below zero. You're like, it's, it's, ooh. So you go from, come on, provision to say enough. enough. Say enough. enough. It feels good to have enough. You sleep better when you have enough. Come on, come on. Give us this day our daily bread. I got enough to, to get some groceries. I got enough to pay my phone bill. I got enough to pay my gas and light. I got enough to pay my mortgage and my rent. I have enough, but that's all I have is enough. You were not meant to camp out there either because with enough, you have no choices. You have no choices with enough. You have no extra with enough. You only have enough. People with enough says, they say, say, you hear this? This enough has a voice. I show up like I take a vacation. That's enough talking. Means I have enough to take care of my daily things and monthly things, but I don't have any extra to do any vacations or go buy some clothes because I only have enough. Enough says, man, I wish I can get away. What you're saying is I don't have the money to get away. If you had the money, you just pay some and go away. Am I right? But, but, but enough has a voice. Enough talks to you. Yeah, it feels better because it's better than provision. So now I can sleep better because I ain't got to worry about them turning my lights off before I get up. But I only have enough. You were never meant to hang out at enough. Tell your neighbor, say, you were not meant to hang out at enough. Yeah, because you were meant to have choices. You were meant to sit down at the top of the year and plan out your year and say, in March, we're going on spring break to Hawaii. And in August, we're going on summer vacation to, to Europe. And in December, we're going to go around Christmas. We're going to go down to Orlando. That, you were meant to do that. You were not meant to, as they said, rob Peter to pay Paul and move rent around and move light bill money around so I can go on vacation for three days. And I really can't rest because I ain't supposed to be down here because I can't afford it. So provision, yes, enough, better. But you're meant to hang out around this third area. I'm, I'm going to keep going, though. This third area is abundance. Look at my writing. Abundance. This is when you have more than enough. This is when you have choices. This is when you have extra. You have extra, extra, extra. But the thing about having extra, if you're not disciplined, you'll end up back at provision. Because everybody is out to get your extra. When you go to the Walmart, you went there for starch and tissue. Now you're in the line, you got t-shirts and you got tea and you got coffee 
and you got score caps because they were two for a dollar and you got a tire and you got oil and ain't got no car you got all these things because it was it looked good and every that, that whole checkout aisle is meant to get your extra you have in your cart what you need you get in that checkout line there's some bubble gum there there's some baby tissue there there's some pampers there you ain't got no baby and there's a fan there and there's a there's a Bible there. You're like, oh, it's all this stuff. It looks so nice and it's so cheap. And they get you with the roll back, roll back. It used to be $2.99. They rolled it back to $2.97. And you thought you got a deal. So you came there to spend $20. Now you spent $65. At the Walmart, you done bought hangers you don't need. You didn't got no closet. You done bought shoes and socks. Come on here. Because everybody's out to get your extra. When I was coming up, my dad used to get papers delivered to the house. They bring them to the house. And on Sunday, they have this, this, this be real big because it's full of, it's full of what? It's full of what? Sale ads. It, th- know what those are called? Those are called extra snatchers. Because you look at these sale ads and say, oh, this looks really nice. They got irons on sale for $19.99. You don't need no iron. You got an iron already. Well, they got iron board covers and they got towels on sale and you don't need no towels. Because it's out to get your extra. So if you're not careful, you can be in provision and graduate to, 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 to enough. But if you're not disciplined, you'll end up back in provision. You, you ever got to a place of abundance and looked up and you were back not having some stuff? Like, man, how did I get here? Because it takes discipline to get out of every area and discipline to maintain every area. And most of us have no financial discipline. That's why, that's why we filed bankruptcy twice. That's why we was in debt because we didn't have financial discipline. We bought what we wanted to buy when we wanted to buy it. We didn't care. Here's what we said. I work too hard not to buy something for myself. I work every day. I'm going to buy something for myself. What am I working for if I can't buy nothing for myself? You know what you're working for? To pay ComEd and to pay NICOR and to pay people's gas, and to pay your rent. You the one got the apartment. They need to understand, no, you, you in that man's apartment. <laughs> Y'all quiet up in here. You, you in them people's house. You, you, gotta, you gotta pay Chase for that house. I own this house. You really don't, Chase does. That's why the document that says you own it, they don't give it to you until you finish paying for it. Oh, y'all quiet up in here. But that's okay. Because I ain't scared of you anyway. <laughs> Say abundance. abundance. Say it loud. Abundance. And your abundance was meant for you to be distribution centers. Write that down. Your abundance was meant for you to go into somebody else's provision season and help them. Ooh, I just said something right there. Your abundance would mean that you go into somebody else's provision season and help them out with their kids and their tuition and their bills. You don't stay there. Number four, number four is wealth and riches. Write it down. Wealth and riches. Provision, enough, abundance. Number four, say it loud, wealth and riches. Wealth and riches. 
Abundance is measured by dollars and stuff. I got two cars. I got a nice living room set. I make $30,000 a year. I make $80,000 a year. Abundance is measured by that. If you, if you live that way and manage your money, you can walk in abundance. Wealth and riches is measured by time. Wealth and riches means however you living right now, how long can you live like that if your checks stop coming in? So, so if I get my hair done every, every, every week, if, if my kids are in daycare and one is in, is in private school and I got two cars, which means two car notes and two insurances and all that stuff, and I, and I live in a nice house and my mortgage is, is, is $1,500 a month, and, and, and this is how I live. We go on vacation three times a year. Um, this is how I live. How long could you live like that if your check stopped coming in right now? Wealth and riches is measured by time. Abundance is about money and stuff. You see somebody, they look real nice. Oh, you walking in abundance, doc. You don't know nothing about them. You don't know if they stole that shirt. You don't know nothing about that. How long can you walk like that? And see, I asked myself that question uh, some time ago, and you know my answer was, if my check stopped coming in right now, I probably got about two weeks before I be in the welfare line. So you got to be careful talking all big and tough because if your check don't come on the 15th, how you looking? What you got put up? You got three months up? You got six months up? Do you have wealth and riches established? This, this is not cars and houses. and It's not that. It's time. Time. And if, 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 if some of y'all never even heard of this, when I heard of it, I had never heard of it. And it took a minute for me to process it. Like, wait a minute. Because I thought you just go to work, you know, pay your bills, get you some life insurance in case you die. I'm sorry, not life. Get you some burial insurance. Because we weren't taught to get insurance to use it the way it's supposed to be used. We was called to get you 10 grand to bury you. Well, that was back in the day because now it costs about 100 grand to bury you. I told London, if, if I go first, um, um, don't you put now nickel or our money in the ground. If I die Monday, cremate me Tuesday and call it the day. Don't, don't want no casket, no funeral spray, no obituary, none of that. We, we want to see a body. You're not going to lie in the state? No, I ain't going to lie in the state. He said, we're going to roll you around, your body around to every campus. No, you ain't either. <laughs> I have left instructions, Elder Whip, and if you come here and my body is laying here, it's a trick. Something's wrong. So y'all already know. It's going to be a picture of me here and that's it. That's it. And you ain't even invited to the cremation. That's just for the... Ain't no repass. Why am I buying you chicken? I'm dead. Why am I buying you chicken? Ain't no pre-pass. Ain't no none of that. What you eating for on my account? What, what you... 
and I've seen it. People at funerals, you ain't talked to the deceased. You was mad with the deceased. You you jealous of the deceased. You're not eating chicken dipped in sauce. The devil is a lie. Not on my insurance money, you ain't. So we were taught, we were taught just get enough money to bury you. That's all we were taught. We didn't know anything else. Get, get, get you a burial plot so they can put your body when you die. Some of y'all had plots since you were three. They get mom bought you a plot when you're three years old. I, I already got your plot, honey. You already got my plot. No, 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 get it. Get the mentality. You ain't got no policy to leave me none, but you got me a plot already. Don't buy no flowers, no sprays. I, 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 leave the, the, I, I go to the cemetery sometime and leave, and they throw them flowers over to the side. You, you go back in your limo, and there's $5,000 laying in the grass. You just spent $20,000 to put in the ground. I know I'm coming against some of y'all stuff. I'm just trying to give you wisdom. I, my, my, if I happen to go before London, I want to make sure her and the boys are well taken care of. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So how they've been living doesn't have to change. We, we, we got to move out the house. We got to get rid of the cars. We got to do this because... You know, he, you know, Lucius passed away. <laughs> now y'all laughing, I'm telling y'all the truth. And then we get real ignorant and we fight at, over stuff. We, you fight, you, you fighting your siblings over $10,000. You can't have, get your hair braided three times for $10,000 and you fighting over that. Said wealth and riches. Said real loud. It is measured by time. Notice, people with wealth and riches don't look like they got it. <laughs> look at some of your billionaires, how they dress. T-shirt, all-star shoes, and jeans. Here you come with a Gucci suit on and Yeezys and I hope your Yeezys glow in the dark because they're going to turn your lights off if you ain't paid your light bill. <laughs> but you can't stay there. Say so you can't stay there. Yeah. Then you go into what we call generational wealth and riches. Generational. A good man, Proverbs 13 says, leaves an inheritance to his, come on, not his children. I got a hold of this late. So I started putting up for Justin and Jaden, my children. That's not what the Bible says. I should be putting up for their children who are not even here yet. This is generational Wealth and riches. This is insurance. This, 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 this is the policies that, that, that you don't want to talk about. You got that you hiding and all that kind of stuff. This is what that is. Generational. 
What are you doing right now financially for generations to come? Not saving him a TV. He can have my, my hi-fi set if I go. That's fine. People say stuff like this. I grew up and they said, you just got money because your daddy left it to you. You're absolutely right. That's how it's supposed to be. You're only rich because your mom and them left you all that money. And I don't find a problem here. It's called generational wealth and riches. It's called legacy. Your children should be well off because of you. When it's time to go to school, I don't want my kids trying to figure it out and trying to college and trying to trying to pull money down or borrow money. That's what I had to do. I want to be able to say, hey, here you go. Take this. Go to college. And here's a car to drive back and forth down there. Y'all quiet up in here. Now, here is the thing. Do, don't you listen to lean into me, lean into me, lean into me. Lean in. Don't you dare allow condemnation to come in and beat yourself up if you are not doing this or didn't know this. You're getting it now. You start where you are. I didn't, we, it's, it's been what, eight, nine, maybe nine years? We found out about a lot of this stuff, and we started putting up for, for the, the boys' thing, and we started where we were. We started putting up $50 a month. Now, you do know, you do know, unless you're going to high school in Roro's basement, you know $50 a month ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> but that's all we had. You start where you are. Don't say this, as soon as I get some more money, as soon as I, no, you start where you are. You're not saving, start where you are. Put $10 up, $5 up, $4 up, something. You should have something put up. It's the wrong time not to have money. You got to have some kind of savings. I don't care if it's in the pillow, in the shoebox, in the royal crown bag, in your bra, you got to have some kind of savings. What I said, royal crown? It's crown raw. See, the real drinkers know it's, it's crown, it's crown raw. <laughs> Pass, it's F not raw crown. The, the, the real drinkers know it. It's crown raw. It's crown raw. You know, real drinkers say raw. You, you, you do know it's royal. Royal. Hey, Rip Royal. <laughs> Said generational wealth and riches. Go to 1 Timothy 6. Here is how you get there. Now it says I'm out of time. The clock is red. Did, some, did I miss something? Can I keep going? No, but for real, it says I'm out of time. It says I'm 11 minutes behind. Did I start late or something? Somebody playing with me. That's the time. It's over. It's count. Oh, it's counting down. I have 11 minutes. I got you. Okay. See? Y'all look good sitting up here too. Are y'all like this in real school? Or y'all be cutting up? Y'all be cutting up? No. Okay. All right. I know better. Um, 1 Timothy 6 
and then pull up Ecclesiastes 5. You want to walk through this and get to, you want to get right to abundance, wealth and riches, generational wealth and riches? Let's do what's called portion order. I talked this a long time ago. I'll teach it again because some of you were not here. How many of you ever heard of portion order? Raise your hand high. Put your hand down. How many of y'all heard of it and you do it? See the hands change? See the hands change? See the hands change? How many of you have never heard of it? Okay, let's go. 1 Timothy 6, NLT, verse 17. I got 10 minutes. Come on. I'm going to try to do it. Teach those who are rich in this world, verse 17 of 1 Timothy 6 in the New Living Translation, not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Say, he gives me, he gives me all, things to enjoy. all things to enjoy. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always been ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 18, New Living Translation. He's given us all things to enjoy, but there's an order in which you must enjoy. There's an order in which you must enjoy. Is that a baby? It's a doll? Oh. She's putting the baby doll out. Look at this. The baby dolls talk now? That's yours. It's a school project? Oh. You supposed to have the baby? So why your mama got the baby? She babysitting. No, mama. She should have had the baby put on the stage with her. Take that baby where you going. You'll think about it twice. I ain't keeping your baby. You had her. Bring him over here. If you go on the pee, take your baby. That's your baby. You had her. <laughs> Strap her on or something. I don't know. But I want to go to Great America. Well, I hope she's eagle ready because she's going with you. Ecclesiastes, come on, y'all taking on my time. I got eight minutes. Come on. Ecclesiastes 5, verse 18. All y'all that's at home watching because you're not feeling good, blow your nose and keep going, all right? Don't miss this message. Even so, I have noticed one thing. Verse 18, Ecclesiastes 5. At least that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life God has given to them. During the time God has given us, Eat, drink, enjoy your life. And to accept their lot in life. Write down portion. And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it, to enjoy your work and accept your lot in life, your portion. This is a gift from God. He wants you to enjoy Life. He's given you all things to enjoy, but according to your portion. According to your 
Say it loud. According to your portion. Most people are struggling, not because they don't have enough. They're living above their portion. They're living above their income. They're not acting their wage. And you're causing your wandering eyes, you have wandering eyes. Facebook calls you to have wandering eyes. Which means you look at everybody else and you're dissatisfied with what you have. So now you begin to compare, you begin to compete, you begin to belittle what you have. You say, you know what? I got a big house, but it ain't enough because they got a bigger house. And it'll push you beyond your portion. Now you're doing things that literally you cannot afford. I know you love God and you have faith, but you can't, don't ever say that. You can't afford that. At least not right now. I'm working there, but, but I'm working to get there, but right now, that ain't my portion. And it's okay. And don't let people make you feel bad about your portion. Y'all going to eat? Go ahead on. It's not my week this week. I'm going home. I cooked some chicken at the house. You don't never go out. Shut up. Unless you pay it, I'm not going. You make me feel bad. I'm not going. I'm working my portion. I'm working my budget. I'm living beneath my means. It's not my time to do that. I know y'all going on a weekend getaway. It's not my time to get away. I would love to go, but I can't do that right now. Because the bigger picture is better for me than right now. And most people that's on here, on here talking, they just lying anyway. Somebody said, amen. I like that, amen. <laughs> it'll cause you to compare. It'll cause you to complain. It'll cause you to compete. You'll say, things are not happening fast enough for me, so let me help God. You'll say, it seems like everybody doing better than us, babe. Seems like everybody got, got stuff going on but us, babe. Everybody traveling but us, babe. Everybody, no, no, no. What y'all, y'all killing? Roaches, what y'all? Everybody, 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 everybody seem like they, they, they getting ahead. Everybody got good pictures on Facebook. Everybody got plenty of money. And what's wrong with us, babe? Tell your neighbor, say, respect the process. And know that my process ain't your process. So I can't pull up a chair and watch you while I'm in my own process because you'll get me distracted. Well, you've been in process for two years. And your point is what? I, I, can, I can give process two years when I, when I gave messing up everything 20. I, I, you don't know, but I need to sit down for two years. Because I've been a financial mess. I need to sit down and shut down for two years. No vacation, no new weave, no nothing. No shoes, no nothing. We going to work, we coming home, we stopping by all these, come on here, say amen, and we cooking. But I, I just want to go out, babe. We can't go out just one time, babe. Gotta go out, babe. How do you do it? Say portion order. The first part of portion order, are y'all ready? Do y'all teach and make y'all clean the board off or they do it themselves? They do it themselves while y'all making fun of them behind their back. 
I know, I, I, I know, I know how y'all do. This, this thing ain't worth nothing. This. <laughs> Say portion order. Portion order. Number one. Generosity. Write it down. See? Some of y'all, I already know this. I got you. I got you. Because if I, if I don't change stuff a little bit or tweak it a little bit, you think, I already heard this. And you'll just start playing on Facebook. I already got my notes from 2016. But you still broke. You didn't got two more credit cards since the last teaching. You didn't got further in debt since the last time we talked this. So I'm going to hear about it. I heard that already. Generosity. This is where it all starts. You learning how to be generous in your giving. Number one, to the kingdom. You, listen, I'm going to tell you this. Most of y'all in here say, love the Lord. If you skip over tithing, don't take no more notes today. Because this is where it starts. It starts with your tithe, not you paying it, you returning it. Then your offerings, y'all looking at me crazy. Then others, come on, come on, kingdom projects. We said we're going we to buy a van from Mexico, you should be the first one giving that. Kingdom priests, that's your pastor. The Bible says, if you receive from the teachings, you share all things with your teacher. How do you sit here and your life has been tremendously changed by the teaching and you never, ever even give your pastor a hug? This is all Bible. I, I give you scripture. I give you some scripture. <laughs> Said generosity. generosity. Proverbs 19 says, if you help the poor, you lend it to the Lord. Now, I ain't teaching on tithing and offerings. I did that a couple weeks ago when I taught you why I give. Go back to that tape. Kingdom priests, Exodus 25, Exodus 35. It's kingdom priests and kingdom projects. Galatians 6 says, let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher. Oh, my God. My pastor teach me well, and I grab my phone and I cash app him. He ain't holding other state, so I can't walk up to him and give him some money, but I cash app him. When I, when I see him, I bless him. That's my man of God. He pours into my life. He teaches me things. Me and my wife, the way we are because of him. Y'all, I'm losing the whole room. That's okay. Number two. I ain't got no more room here. Number two, portion order, responsibility. That's a bad word, I know. Response, personal obligations. Paying your bills. I ain't sending them nothing. You, you, you bought the sweater. I ain't paying them nothing. Pay? It's, it's real deep. It's real deep. Here it is. I was sitting up last night, Jason, and the Lord told me to tell the people this. You ready for it? Ah, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Wait on this one. Y'all ready? You ready? ready? Lift your hands up. You ready for this one? Lift your hands up. You ready? You ready? You ready? 
pay your bills. You got them folk calling the house and you got your kids answering the phone. Hello, hello. Your mama there. Mama, you here? No, my mama says she not here. Her said call back because her not here right now. Pay your bills. You made them. Pay them. On time. Because not paying them on time hurts you. How you got tons of late fees, late fees more than the actual bill? I can talk about it because I've been there before. I did not like it. I ain't going back there no more. I'll never ever be broke another day in my life because of what I'm teaching you right now. I will not be broke. When money comes in, I, I return the tithe. I give offerings. I give to people. Then I pay my bills. Now I make sure that my bills is about this much of my income. This can't be your income and this be your bills. Well, I'm praying about it. Praying about what? You know, we talked about extra, right? You know how to get extra? You know how to get extra? You either increase. This is deep too. This is deep. This is so deep. Come on, write it down. Get ready. Because I'm out of time. You ready? This deep. You know how to get extra? Oh my God, Jesus. I feel this so strong. Ooh-wee. My God. My, my, my. Okay, here you go. Here's how you get extra. Here's how you get it. Are you ready? You either increase what's coming in or decrease what's going out. Oh, yeah. I've been believing God for what? You need to get more money coming in or less going out. If you do both at the same time, whoo you got extra, extra, read all about it now. We had $35,000 coming in. We had 37, 38, 40 going out. You can pray all day. You can fast until your head hurts. You got to change something here. Are y'all still here? Say responsibility. Now write this down. I ain't got time to go over it. Responsibility. Write down Romans 13. Write down Matthew 22, which talks about giving to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. Don't you bring God come edge money. No, don't, 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 don't bring God Ashley Furniture's money. That belongs to Ashley Furniture. You sitting on the couch, ain't you? Pay them their money. <laughs> Psalms 37, it says in 21, it says that evil, evil men borrow and cannot pay it back, but the good man returns what he owes. 
Lord have mercy. Y'all looking at me. Number three. Number three. We got to go. Number three. Okay. Portion order. You have given the, returned the tithe. You, you, you understand. You give, you're a giver now. You paid your bills. Now we're at generations. Je, said generations. This is your financial future. It's your legacy. It's your savings. It's your insurance. It's your children's children stuff. Proverbs 13, 22. Stop spending all of tomorrow today. This is the order. Generosity. Responsibility. Generations. So much I can go with all this, but I don't have the time. Proverbs talks about the ant. Write down Proverbs 6. Talks about the ant and how he knows, the ant knows how to store up. Just like Joseph did. You got to store some stuff up. You got you to you save and sow. You got to save and sow. Don't eat everything. Don't wear everything. Tell your neighbor, says, save and sow. Proverbs 21 says, the wise man saves for the future, but the foolish man spends whatever he gets. Jeez. Number four. Now, I'm going to unpack this in layers on Wednesday nights, but this is the order that you should be following with your paycheck. Whether you make 35000 20000 15000 when I first, when we first got married, I was making $576 every two weeks. Five seventy six every two weeks. What's that a month? She somebody said nothing. <laughs> what's what's that a month? Eleven eleven fifty. Now I had I had credit card bills. I had car note. I had rent. Five seventy. I remember it well. Five seventy six. She she yeah. She said, well, she didn't make but about five eighty-nine. dollars $30 more than me. But, 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 but we were pulled together. We ain't pulled no more. See, see you got you, you to you, you you get you a chick that ride with you when you ain't got nothing. Listen, if, if you can't share a four for four with me, then we ain't going to Ruth Chris either. You can get a four for four. You get two of the nuggets, give me two. Put this burger in half. Come on here. Give me just, just one straw. I trust her mouth. Give me one straw. Let's make it happen here. Give me one of them frosties. They what they 99 cents. Give me one of them frosties. No, they put the frosty in the, in the mouthwash cup now. What is that? The spoon won't even fit in there. I said, what is this? <laughs> number four. Number four. Here, here it is. So your generosity, responsibility, generations. Personal enjoyment. Notice that's not number one. That's not number two. It's not number three. 
It's the last of the order. We, we try to go out of order. I'm going to give me some shoes and a purse, go on vacation. Then I'll tithe maybe, and then I'll put some up for the future. No, no, you're out of order. It, he wants you to enjoy your portion in order. We can now have personal enjoyment because we've done this. When I, when I, before I even get my check, when I get my check, all of this right here and this is already gone out of it. I don't get to choose no more. Am I going to pay this this month? No, no. It's already gone. Some of y'all got to set that up like that because you're, you're fooling yourself and you get your check and you put it on the table and you're like, well, wait a minute. And no, I'll do that next month and I'll do this and you're just getting yourself in more trouble. So, so when I get my check, what's left in my check, this is, this is, this is, this is me money now. This, this red lobster now, this is Come on, this is shoes, this Timberlands. Come on here, this is, this is haircut. This is whatever you want to do now because I've done all of this. So don't trip, don't trip. You, you wearing Timberlands. I done done all of this. You, you, you got Gucci shoes on, Louis Vuitton purse. You ain't gave a nickel to the Lord. You ain't paid your light bill. You ain't, put no, ain't got no insurance. You got cell phone insurance though. How do you have cell phone insurance but no life insurance? See, we got to stop in church and talk like this. Because I'm tired of it. God's about to do it. Uh, and he's going to bring you out. Uh, he's about to turn it around for you. No, he's not if you don't do this. People are getting upset. They're getting bitter. And they're leaving church because y'all been playing with me. I done turned around and got dizzy and I still ain't got no money. Because nobody told me stuff like this. Now, once you know it, you got no excuse now. Once you know it, now it's on you. Set personal enjoyment. How many of you don't raise your hand are enjoying your personal stuff out of order? Don't raise your hand because we don't want to see. But I know, I know there's a lot of hands in the room. Y'all quiet, y'all got quiet now, see that? Y'all got, why y'all get quiet? So, so you want to go from provision to enough to abundance? What was number four over here? Huh? Huh? And generational. You want to end up here. How do you end up here? By following this. And the church said. Amen. And the class said. Amen. You don't say amen in the class. He said you don't say that right. You don't say nothing in the class, huh? You just walk out. You just walk out. Okay, well, go ahead. I'm done. You can walk on out then. Don't you get up out that chair. So you just walk out. You don't say nothing. Are y'all understanding what we're saying here? If you understood anything we said, can you clap, please? 